Hey, so I've been doing this series. Tonight's night number two. Say night number two. <laughs> Love it. Hey, Nate, what's the title of the series? It's called The Mountains. We've been hiking in the mountains on this series. So last week's message was called Mountain Climber. And I told you guys all about this backpacking trip that I went on with my wife, Valerie, recently in Washington. We went on this backpacking trip, and it was intense. So I brought in a... Literally. (laughs) It was intense. Hey, so I brought in my backpack for you guys to see. Just kind of have a visual for you guys. This was a lot of my gear that I had packed up. So I kind of brought it in as is. If you're wondering what this thing is, it's a bear canister. Because up in Washington, it's, it's bear country. So you got to carry, and you got to put all your food in there, and then when you go to sleep at night, it's a lot of stuff. And then I carried this. This is, this is, this is life-saving right here, okay? If you get a cut, or you're hungry, or you just want to make friends with bears, you just feed them. Yeah, if you get a cut, like duct tape, don't worry about it. Just put some peanut butter on it. You're good. Got my axe, so I can, can cut some stuff. Got my hiking pools. So yeah. This is my backpacking gear, and backpacking is hard. Could you guys imagine hiking that? Right? It's intense. And I started realizing a lot of things when I went on this hiking trip. We got some hikers in here? We got some backpackers? Yeah? We got a couple? Athletic people? Hey, so backpacking is really hard. I don't know if you guys have ever done it before, but it's really challenging, okay? You put on, it's intense. It's really scary, okay? Sometimes you get at base camp or you get to the spot where you're about to hike and you look up and you're like, that's what I'm going for. Hiking is really hard. Backpacking, multiple days, taking everything that you're going to eat, sleep, and do, and everything. You just, it's all what you carried, right? And I started thinking while I'm backpacking, I'm like, wow, how many times in life do obstacles come up? Do trials come up? Things happen in our life, right? Nobody just lives an easy life and there's no troubles whatsoever. People are going to run into troubles, yeah? It's going to happen. And that's a mountain. A mountain is like an obstacle, something that you got to climb. And we're just trekking along. We got our hiking poles and we're just cruising along, right? But some mountains in life get real steep. Some of them get real intense and there's wind and there's rain and it's cold and you lose your map and it's just gnarly. And if you hike by yourself, that's insane because that's dangerous. You could get hurt, and there's most of the time no cell phone receptions. We just leave our phone and stuff like that, right? And I thought about this. Mountains, it's a lot like the challenges we go through in life. And then I looked up in the Bible. I looked up in John chapter 16, verse 33. Jesus talks about mountains. He talks about challenges. Did you guys know that? Jesus says, I have told you. He's talking to his disciples. He says, Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart. Turn your neighbor and say, take heart. Turn your other neighbor and say, take heart. Because I have overcome the world. This is Jesus, the son of God, comes down, steps off his throne in heaven, comes down on the greatest rescue mission of all time to rescue all of humanity, right? He comes down, and he's talking to his disciples. He's like, yo, I know what it's like. Life is difficult. Jesus lived it. Our God, he's he's already lived it. He knows what it's like. He tells us there's going to be tough times. There's going to be trials. There's going to be sorrows. There's going to be hardships. There's going to be things that you're going to have to overcome. But take heart means be encouraged. Get your head up. 
start smiling because guess what? I have overcome the world. Somebody say amen. amen. That's great news. Thank you, Lord. He has conquered the world, another version says. So when you go hiking and you're hiking up a mountain, you're hiking up a trial, you're hi- hiking up something really difficult, you can have confidence knowing that your God who loves you and is for you has already overcome that mountain. Yeah? He's already gone up that mountain. See that mountain that's just like gone in the distance? Guess what? Jesus has already hiked it. He knows what it's like to live life. He knows that it's tough, and he's already done it, and he wants to help you through it. In fact, he doesn't want to just help you through it. Guess what? He wants to prosper you through it. What does that mean? That means to advance you. That means to excel you. That's what our God is about. That's the power of our God. Yeah? He wants us to know that he's already conquered it, that nothing is impossible for God. And so if we believe in him, guess what? Nothing is impossible for us through him. That's something that we should stand on. That's something when we go hiking, when, we get, when, we, when things start getting tough, when the trail looks a little weary, when it starts getting really steep and the gravel starts falling loose and you're tired and you can't carry your load anymore, you got to know God is on your side. He's right there with you. He wants to help you through it. He wants to, in fact, he even says, come to me. You're tired? Come to me. I'll take your burdens from you. I'll take your load. I'm like hiking, you guys. I can't even tell you, this was like a multiple-day backpacking trip. We went 18 miles uphill, hiking up a mountain. And I'm hiking, and I'm like sweating, just tired. <laughs> That's at base camp. Um, and I'm sweating, and I'm tired, and I'm like sitting there going, wow, if I could just have the backpack taken off of me right now, I would be so much better. Right? And I thought about it in life. I'm like, wow, something hard comes up a temptation, something comes up that I can't handle, a sickness, something like a death in a family, a trouble, a hardship, worries, fear, lying, different things that come on us. God wants to help us in all those things. He has power. He has plans. He's got all the answers. He wants to help us through those things. He wants to make us mountain climbers. And you know what? He wants to show us how to move mountains with our faith in him. Amen. <laughs> yes. Love it. So tonight, my message is called Mountain Mover. So I'm going to talk to you guys for the next few minutes. Last week, we found out how we can be mountain climbers because Jesus is the ultimate mountain climber. But tonight, we're going to talk for the next few minutes about mountain moving. Yeah? We're going to talk about mountain moving. So there's a couple places in the New Testament. Let's check this out together. There's a couple places. It talks about it in the New Testament where Jesus talks about moving mountains. You guys want to find out about this? This is great. This is going to change your life. The Word of God is living, is real. It's not just an old history book full of random stuff. This is a real living book. It's the Word of God. It's sharper than than a two-edged sword. It will save your life. It is right here has all the answers right in front of you. All you got to do is crack this sucker open, okay? Have that thing in your life. Let's go to Mark chapter 11, verse 23. You guys follow along here? Yes, boss. Jesus was matter of fact. What does matter of fact mean? Huh? Anybody? He was practical. He was straight about it. Jesus was straightforward. This is the message version, so it's easy for us to understand. Jesus said, embrace this God life. 
Really, embrace it. And nothing will be too much for you. This mountain, for instance, just say, go jump in the lake. No shuffling or shilly-shallying. <laughs> it's, it's as good as done. That's why I urge you to pray for absolutely everything, ranging from small to large. Include everything as you embrace this God life. And you'll get God's everything. Come on, you guys. How many of you guys want to get God's everything? Come on, when you're hiking. Amen. When you're hiking, wouldn't it be amazing to hike knowing that God's already conquered it, that God has already said, you can move this mountain if you pray for it. He chose the biggest thing in this, in this lesson here. He chose the biggest thing that the disciples could see outside, a ginormous mountain. And he goes, you can move that through your faith in me. You can move that mountain. Right? Could you imagine standing there and all of a sudden a hardship comes in front of you, a, a something terrible comes in front of you or something that you're not going to be able to get through that's going to be so challenging for you and you're looking at it, Wow. What if you can just say, you know what? I'm going to give that to God. It's out of my control. I'm going to give that to God. I can't take care of that. And I wrote down on the side here on my notes, why am I telling you guys this? Why am I talking about mountains? Why am I talking about using God and putting your faith in him and letting him help you on the trail, letting him give you the abundance and get you through it and not only get you through it, but prosper you through it and move you forward and excel you? Why would I tell you these things? Because I don't want to hike alone. I don't want you guys to hike alone either. I want you guys to know this information. It's so important to know that God is for you. That will change your life if you let it. Because I can't make it through a mountain alone. Because I've tried and I've failed. It's really hard to make it on your own. People try every day. They're out there trying. And when you find out about God, you make that a real part of your life, it will change your life, and that makes you changed. You're no longer your old self. You're a new creation in Christ, and that's going to make you want to go out and share this. So there's other people hiking on the trail, and if I, if I knew the, the way to get their backpacks off of them and help them on the trail, I would tell them, right? You don't want to just let them keep stumbling and fall on the gravel or fall off the edge or turn the wrong direction for miles or something like that. If you make an if you make an error while you're climbing a mountain, you might fall. It's real. Life is real. I don't want to fall down. I don't want others to fall down. I don't want my family to fall down. I don't want my, my friends to fall down. I don't, want, I don't want any of you guys to fall down. I don't want your friends or your parents to fall down. You guys got to share Jesus with them and let them know there is hope and his name is Jesus Christ. Come on. Come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. Here's, the, here's, the, here's something real. I'm going to share a truth with you. Tr true faith in the Bible, one of the definitions of faith in the Bible is, is absolute trust. So absolute trust changes your heart. Yeah? Did you guys know that? Yeah. Absolute trust in God will change your heart. It will change your prayer life, your communication with God, because... When real faith enters your heart, it'll start to dismantle all these things that shouldn't be in your prayer life. 
selfish prayers or things only for yourself. God, just give me a Ferrari. Come on, just give me a Ferrari. Okay, peace out, bye. When you let true faith, when you just fully trust that God is good and he's for you and he loves you, that'll dismantle all those things off your heart. And that'll align you in the right, in the right direction, in the right approach with prayer. All this stuff, pride, vengeance, wanting bad things for people, you know, stuff like that. And guess what gets filled in those spots that broke off? Love, which is God. <laughs> Love will fill in those spots. True faith changes your heart. True faith in God will change your heart. So I encourage you, let go. Give in. Align your prayers with God's will. If you want to move mountains, you need to talk to the person who can move the mountain. Okay? Our, our personal faith is not what will move a mountain. The power of God will move a mountain. So when we put our faith, when we choose to put our faith freely, we're not forced, when we freely put our absolute trust in God, the power of God is going to move that mountain for you. God wants to answer your prayers. He's sitting up there like, please, will you let me answer that prayer for you? Come on, I know the best thing for you. Will you let me answer that for you? Hey, hey, give me that hardship. Give that to me. You know that thing that you can't carry? Give that to me. I'll take care of that. I've already overcome that. Don't worry. Don't worry. Oh, wait. You messed up. You cursed again or you, you did something wrong? That's okay. I set my son down to take care of that. He's already taken care of that for you. He already put that on the cross. It's already taken care of. It's covered by the blood of Jesus. Right? Let's go to Matthew 17. Oh, this is so good. This stuff is such good information for you guys. It'll change your life. Matthew chapter 17, verse 20. You guys ready? Jesus is talking to a few um, of his disciples, and they had just come across, they were in a town, they came across a boy who happened to be possessed by a demon. This is real. Okay? They come across a boy that was um, possessed by a demon, and they attempt to try and cast this demon out. But it doesn't come out. And so then Jesus takes care of it. He's like, yo, I got it. And he casts the demon out. Boom. The thing's out of him. The boy's perfectly good. He's perfectly clean. The demon's been cast out of him. And then the, the disciples approach Jesus, and they're like, hey, Jesus, why didn't that demon go out? But I don't understand what, what happened there. And he says this, you don't have enough faith. Jesus told them, I tell you the truth. If you had faith, even as small as a mustard seed, You could say to this mountain, move from here and there, and it will move for you. Nothing will be impossible. So Jesus chose the most smallest item he could possibly think of, a mustard seed. Do you guys know how big a mustard seed is? It's tiny. So this was a faith issue. The disciples didn't have enough faith. They couldn't do this. They couldn't get through this mountain. They couldn't cast out a demon. They couldn't do this task because they didn't have enough faith in God. They were just Maybe they were going on their own thing. They were thinking their own, their own good works could do it or their own performance could do it. And that's not what it's about with God. That's not how we get into heaven. That's not how we become right with God. That's not, that's not anything. That, none of that's going to prosper you. 
All they needed to do was have faith the side of a mustard seed. And then Jesus says, you can move a mountain. So casting out a demon would have been nothing if they would have just had a little bit of faith. So what does that say for us in our life? If we even have the tiniest bit of faith, you guys, you can overcome things. You can overcome a mountain. In fact, you'll prosper through it, and then God will show you how to bring other people on and help other people out. Encourage other people. Change lives. This is who our God is. Remember, not our faith that moves mountain, mountains. The power of God will move a mountain. Jesus emphasizes the importance of faith when facing mountains. He talks about how important it is in these verses. He emphasizes it. You see that? He keeps saying, nothing will be impossible. Nothing will be impossible. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things. Say, all things. Through Christ who strengthens me. Yeah? All things. It doesn't just say some things. It says all things. Come on. This is real. You can do all things through Christ, you guys. So when you face a problem that seems a little bit too big or a little bit too immovable or impossible that God's going to be able to meet it, I challenge you, give it to him and see what happens. Maybe it hasn't worked for you in the past. Maybe you have not put your faith in God. Maybe you need a realignment. That's okay. We can come back to him. His mercy is new every day. He loves you. He wants us to come back to you. He's standing up there waiting. Please, come on. Let me help you. Son, I love you. Let me help you. Right? When parents, when, when, when parents have a newborn and the newborn messes up, right? A baby, like, messes up and does something it shouldn't break something or something like that, right? What's the first thing the parents do? Are you all right? Let me help you with that. Let me help you with that. That's okay. I got you. I'm going to clean that up for you. Don't worry. I got you. Come back into my arms. That's what parents do. That's what God does for us. God is our father. He loves you. He should be your best friend. He wants you to be. Will you let him? Will you let him meet your mountains? Will you let him prosper you through your mountains? Will you let him help you climb the mountain? It's up to you. He's not going to force it on you. But he's calling your name. He wants you to move mountains. He wants you to know how much hope there is. He wants you to know there are places you can turn, and it starts with him. If you need help moving mountains right now, you can pray to God. You can ask your leaders. Will you pray with me? I need help moving a mountain. And if you're not going through a mountain right now and you're just cruising on a trail, amen. Awesome. You're you're just on a flat ground trail right now. That's great. Stay in the word of God because guess what? The mountains are coming. We're all hiking and the mountains are going to show up in your life. And when they show up, do you want to be the guy that's like, shoot, I packed sandals or Uggs instead of the, the hiking boots. Oh, shoot, I didn't read my Bible. I, don't, I didn't know any of that stuff. Shoot, I didn't know about that stuff. Oh. No, I want you guys to be prepared. I want you guys to go into it. Seriously, this will change your life, y'all. This will change your life. It will change the way things come at you. Instead of looking at them and going, ah, oh man, how am I going to make rent? Oh man, oh, how am I going to get a, how am I going to pass this class? I'm failing out of this. I'm failing out of, oh man, how am I going to, how am I going to shape up? How am I, it's all on me. No, you know what? It's not all on you because God wants to take that from you. He wants to help you with that. 
He wants to prosper you through it. He wants to success you. He wants to excel you through that stuff. We're not supposed to do this life alone. We're supposed to be at one with our God. Let him take care of your mountains, but let him help you through that mountain. I want you guys to be mountain climbers. I want you guys to be mountain movers with the way you pray. Pray, pray big prayers because we serve a big God. And he'll answer in a big way. But when you pray, here's a couple things. I, got, I wrote it a couple things down for you guys to align your prayers. And think about this. Is this how your prayers are right now? Maybe you need to change some things. Number one, you need to believe in God, first of all. If you want a mountain moved, if you want help in a mountain, first of all, you got to have faith. you got to believe that God sent his son Jesus, died for you on the cross, lived a perfect life, died for you on the cross, and rose again. you got to believe in him, number one. Put your faith in him. Number two, don't hold grudges against people. Don't hold grudges against people. You got to align your heart. Don't go into prayer having a bunch of grudges with people. Jesus doesn't want us to do that. Don't hold grudges. Before you go and pray your big prayer, get right. Forgive people because God forgave us. Number, number three, don't pray selfishly. What does praying selfishly look like? Hey, me, 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 and I want this, and I want this, and I want it that way, and this is me, and I want all those things, and I want to win a million dollars because I want all my other friends to, to not and have no money, and I just want this, this, me, 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 me. If you realize that your prayers talk about you a lot, you need to think about that. You need to change that up. And number four, you must want the good of God's kingdom. You must want the good, meaning his will, meaning what God wants over my will. So when I pray, hey, God, Lord, can you help me pass this class, God? I'm not getting a good grade in this, God. I give this to you, Father. You know what? If it's your plan to get a C, okay. But you know what, God? I'm asking for an A, right? Come on. How hard is that? But you got to want the will of God over yours, even if it means not getting what you want right then. I have totally prayed and said, God, will you give me a Ford Mustang that's red with white stripes and like all this awesome stuff and the sweet black rims. I've wanted, I prayed for that, right? Did God give me that? No. What did he give me? <laughs> he gave me a wife. So much better than a car. <laughs> Way more miles on that thing. Um, it's okay. Valerie's not here. We can talk about her. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I love her so much. Um, I'll cut all this out. It's good. Um, <laughs> God gave me a different car. A car that was better than just a two-seater. Two, two he gave me a four-seater. And it actually was better, and it was, it was cheaper, and it was better for me to have. Because God knows the best thing for you. Because he created you. Because he's for you. And he wants the best thing for you. And you know what? If God's plan is to give you that car, the car of your dreams, then hey, ask for it. Just follow, follow what God wants first. Seek first the kingdom and all things will be added to you. Get right with God. Align your prayer life, you guys. Align your prayer life. Just do a few of those things. Put your faith in God. It'll change your life. He'll show you how to be a mountain mover. Yeah? I want that for you guys. Amen? God, I thank you so much for this time, Father. Thank you for who you are, God, that you're a God that loves us so much, God, that you've been for us ever since you created 
us, God. You've always been for us. You've always had the best for us, God. I thank you so much for sending your son, Jesus, to the earth, Lord. Thank you, thank you for what his life meant, God. It meant that we can have a chance to have eternal life through what he did for us, God, on the cross. Thank you so much for spilling your blood for us, Father, even though we didn't deserve it, even though we didn't look good, that we didn't love you, that even though you loved us first, God, and that's why we love you. We love you so much, Father. Thank you for all that you did for us, God. Thank you for giving us favor in our lives, God. Thank you that as we're hiking through the trail of life, God, that you're, you're for us and you're protecting us, God, and you want the best for us. And I just pray that, that multiple people in this room, that everybody had a fresh encounter with who you are as a father, as a God, as an advocate, as, your, as our best friend, God. Yes, thank you so much. You're so magnificent, God. I thank you that it's your power that moves and that I can access you, God, at any time. Thank you so much, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.